Peace, you're now tuned into the Cosmic Convos Podcast. I'm your humble host, Herut, and got my good brother here, Brother Ra. How you doing? Peace, brother. Living, learning, and applying, you know, taking it a day at a time. How about yourself, King? Hey, man, I'm on the same mission, man. I'm on the same mission. Like I always say, man, just trying to get like my brother over here, man, trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to map the whole cosmos out (laughs) of this joint. Hey, you, know? you know, that's the way to be, brother. That's the way to be. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So uh, before we get too far, I want to remind you all, make sure you like and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. And make sure you hit that notification bell so you can know when we're going live or whatnot. And this episode is brought to you by Push It Forward Media Group, Calaprucia Astrology, and our good people over there on Patreon. Big up to y'all. Big up to y'all. Or whatnot, you know, definitely appreciate y'all and all y'all input and stuff like that. Um, if you're interested in the Patreon, um, or everything, anything related to uh Push It Forward Media Group or Push It Forward Podcast Network, um, you can find us actually at the link right here, um, going to tickering across the bottom of the screen if you're watching this on YouTube, or you can follow us at Push It Forward P U S H I T F W D on Instagram. And uh, from there, you can get the link tree. You can connect to all the other podcasts, the Single Dad Podcast, the Plant Based with Love Podcast, the First We Build Podcast, and of course, this podcast, um, Cosmic Convos. You can follow this podcast specifically on Instagram at Cosmic Convo. That's C-O-S-M-I-C-C-O-N-V-O. And there you can get to everything related to this podcast. Brother Rob, how can the people get um, in touch with you specifically? Right now, it's going to be the same old tree. Uh, you can hit me up at via Facebook or Instagram at Shechem Ra, or you can get at me at Astrology at gmail.com. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So here we are. We're, we're, we're getting close to the end of season four. We are at episode 21 of um, season four. Um, that will be. Um, episode 96. Yeah. Episode 96 overall. Right. Yeah. Episode 96. So big up to us. Episode 96. Getting close to that. That glorious hundred number. I had somebody tell me early on. We started the podcast. They say that, you know, your, uh, your podcast don't even really start moving until you get a hundred episodes. So. You know, we 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 about to be a hundred episodes in deep or whatnot, indeed or whatnot. So definitely big ups to that. And shout out everybody who's out there checking this out live. Big up to y'all. 
Greetings from Los Angeles here. Greetings to you from Atlanta and Rob from uh, from uh, Denver or whatnot. We all over this joint or whatnot. So shout out to everybody in the uh, comic se- comment session um, section and you know viewing us live and everything. And everybody who's getting this on the playback and on the audio platforms. Definitely want to shout out everybody internationally that's checking out the podcast from Colombia to Mexico to Australia, India, um, all throughout the uh, Pacific and different places like that, Korea, Japan or whatnot. So big up to them as well or whatnot. So um, for this episode, well, last episode, last episode, what's it was the feedback you got on last episode with um, Israel? I, I, I enjoyed that one. What's, what you've been hearing about that one, uh, Brother Ra? It was deep. It was deep, man. Definitely eye open, eye opening, um, uncovering the veil of, you know, the, you know, when you look at a chart as far as a mundane uh, astrology chart and you kind of wonder what the situation is. My students definitely loved it. I got some good feedback from uh, a lot of other people. So, you know, I enjoy doing it. So, you know, there's definitely going to be more to come just like that. So stay tuned. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And um, yeah, I got a lot of good feedback from that. And I, and you know, these shows, these mundane astrology shows, um, I know they're going to be late bloomers, right? They're going to be late bloomers because, you know, people get, you know, introed into astrology every day, right? People get interested. They catch the bug and they're going to be searching this stuff and then they're going to come across it. Like I said, last episode, I've changed, altered this uh, particular YouTube channel to be able to be the place for the Push It Forward podcast network or whatnot. So this is being dedicated to just the podcast that um, we all have going on and stuff like that. And I've grouped the different episodes to where it's easy to find. So there's a playlist on here for mundane astrology, right? So all the countries we covered, they're on there. There's a playlist for all the ages that we've been going through or whatnot. Big ups to that. That's another late bloomer. I know people will love that when they, when they discover it because everybody's always talking about some, you know, we're in the Aquarian age and all this stuff like that. And, you know, none of them ever give an actual clear answer of how you find the age of Aquarius. At least I don't hear it, you know, from the Western astrology perspective. They got, you know, what was that one song from uh, Fifth Dimension? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Age of Aquarius. Aquarius, They're they're on the song talking gibberish, right? It's like when when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars and peace. (laughs) What are they talking about? <laughs> right, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very popular song. I think it was from the uh, what hair? Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I think it was from hair or whatnot. Those you, you gotta know, be a little old school to get that one, but yeah, <laughs> it was old when I watched it for the first time. But you know, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't born in the sixties, so I didn't catch it when it was fresh or whatnot. But um, it was old when we was born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But, you know, all this confusion out there. So, you know, that's that's how I know people are going to come across this stuff. They're going to be like, yo, where's this been my whole life? So um, definitely I can I I can definitely see why, you know, people say that, you know, 100 episodes, it's like your foundation. And then from there, you you really start seeing it, um, you know, grow. So definitely I want to drop a bomb for all of y'all for checking us out and supporting us. Putting us in a position to be able to keep doing this, so man, big ups to y'all. All right, 
So enough with all that. Let's talk about today's episode. We actually called it Audible, right? We had <laughs> we had we had something else planned, and then you know we we thought about it or whatnot, talked about it a little bit, and um, ended up landing on this. And you know when you search it on the internet. Uh, this particular person doesn't have a solid time, but man, he gave us a gift, a gift <laughs> or whatnot. And uh, I'm going to play that gift real quick. Just just the audio portion of it, just to see, because, you know, finding these times for people and stuff like that can be or, or for countries, for anything, could be a wild goose chase. I mean, like, you know, I'm searching for a time from one particular country and I got all these articles and different things like that. And you have to really sometimes dig and find it but for somebody to come through and drop this like that this is just like i don't know it's like divine inter you know intervention or something like that you know so <laughs> i'm gonna play this clip real quick just the audio because i ain't trying to get flagged why would anyone care what the favorite comedian thinks after they saw a police officer kneel on a man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds I can't get that number out of my head because it was my time of birth on my birth certificate. I was born at 8.46 in the morning and they killed this nigga in eight minutes and 46 seconds. I watch everything everybody says. I think Candace Owens try to convince white America, don't worry about it, he's a criminal anyway. I don't give a fuck. All right, <laughs> right? So that clip right there, I mean, Ra, you tell me, how many times have you ever come across somebody dropping a time of birth like that <laughs> when it's in question? Never. On... <laughs> never. 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 I've never heard that before. Right. That's amazing. That's just, a, that's given to us on a silver platter. Right. That's amazing, man. You know. That is dope. So, you know, uh, I know everyone can pretty much... Um, you know, he gets, has a very distinguishable voice, right? Very, 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 very popular um, comedian. I'll even go and say um, legendary or whatnot. So um, we're doing The Good Brother, who's, who's in, I don't know if he's in hot water or not. He's in some, you know, sometimes it's hot, sometimes it's cold water. He's in a, you know, a funny place. People are, you know, doing some things to him right now, but. You know, we're uh, covering the brother, Dave Chappelle. So big up to him. <laughs> right? And uh, we're going to get into why, you know, I, I labeled it like this. Why is Dave Chappelle's a troublemaker? You look at his chart, <laughs> you'll see exactly why. So, Rob, man. You'll what see you, why. Yeah, what, 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 you, what, what we got, man? What we got going on? You know, so the classic, you know, and it's amazing how the con the consistency. And I mean, when when we pulled it up, because honestly, folks, we just we just we just got this time, right? I mean, my 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 G over here, you know, he talking about he want to be like me. I want to be like him because he's a very keen <laughs> and aware person. So he tied in on it because I saw that comedy special before, and it never dawned on me. You know what I mean? To tie it in. But lo and behold, we have it. And the one thing that I can say is, honestly, this science is amazing. I mean, I never get tired of it. It's endless as far as its gifts and it's bountiful as far as its abilities. So 
there's a consistency that you're going to see when you begin to study these things on a deep level and that most of the time you're going to find two planetary influences sometimes three but two primary planetary influences with with regards to comedy right first and foremost mercury dead giveaway dead giveaway right mercury is a telltale comedian right this is telltale sign of someone that is funny humorous witty sharp right um 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 makes connections to things that we don't necessarily see right off so you know mercury is one of the 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 foundational pieces of a con of a comedian and also the gift of gab right the ability to speak to have um the the comfortability to articulate oneself's inner thoughts in public that's mercury all the way that is i would say the number one planet that we would always look to to give us an indicator of, com of comedy. The other one is Jupiter, right? And Jupiter is uh, a planet that definitely is humorous, uh, is, uh, it's jovial, it's upbeat. And, th and the, the comedians that I'm speaking of, obviously of Dave Chappelle, right? Right. Um, master comedian, right? But there's two others, right? And ones that you necessarily wouldn't know, but Red Fox, Right, which is a master comedian, right? Um, OG Triple OG, right? Oh yeah, uh, comedian. Oh yeah, right? blessings, right? Um, and and he and funny enough, right? Funny enough, he and Dave have the same ascendant. Mm. The other one is Richard Pryor, right? Yeah, we did. Rich him. is also right. They. All three of these men have, are going down in history as classic, um, you know, uh, high-level comedians. Mm -hmm. And uh, Richard Pryor is, he's Pisces Ascendant, right? Pisces Ascendant. So Jupiter ruling Pisces, Mercury ruling these two fellas, right? This is a telltale to find, if you're seeing someone that's up and coming, to find that kind of lockdown specific information about if this person is going to make it in this industry. Um, and there's different combinations, as we all know, right? There's endless ways that we can look at it. But for the most part, the ascendant is always the focal point of any chart that we can see specifically if this individual is built for this, right? Right. And they are, right? They are. Um, it's funny uh, just as a sidebar, before we get into Dave, you know, you look at Red Fox's chart, you see he's got three planets and Scorpio in third house, right? And, you know, um, before he really got into um, the TV and movie kind of uh, flow of things, you know, his was on the record, on records, right? You had to kind of, you know, be, you know, in the loop and, and his comedy was really that dirty where, you know, it was literally, it was, it was, it was kind of like down under, right. It was underground. Right. Right. Um, and that's the scorpion energy, which is underground. It's raw is, is nasty is, you know, it's, it's something that you can't say in public, but let alone when you hear it, you know, it grabs you, it controls you and it pulls you in. So 
it's interesting then to find that these variances right on each one of these of their of their skills right you can see kind of the specific area that they come from but uh definitely mercury and jupiter are the telltale signs and you know let's kind of talk about you know our, our, our partner player here dave Chappelle, that really has kind of held the ground and held his own uh, in this particular industry so Indeed, let's um you know let's let's see what we got here with 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 uh with your partner so as you can see right he's virgo ascendant and virgo you know they have a real way of of saying something that is almost you know his comedy really points to a lot of the issues right it, it points to a lot of the issues that's what comedy really 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 what it is right it kind of pokes fun right it makes fun of the things that we all deal with on a day-to-day -day basis the pains that we deal with right the challenges the issues that come up in our lives they make a lot they make light of it they make it to where you know we can look at it from a very um um a, a more lighthearted and a comical pur purview so you know, Virgo is a sign that is very, very sharp, right? Right. Very smart, very, you know, intellectually viable. And he is, right? Um, I, we were just talking about, you know, I'm, and I go back in my mind, like, you know, when did I first hear this guy? You know, because he's just, I mean, he came on the scene almost like as if he had been here the whole time. I don't know. Kind of, did you get that feel with him? You know what right. I mean? Like. He came in as like, you know, like he's been here, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting, right? Um, his degree is Utara Falguni. Well, it's four degrees, 19 minutes, right? Which is Utara Falguni. And Utara Falguni um, is governed by the principle called Aryaman, right? Aryaman actually is... Um, one of the um, is the deity of the nakshatra for Uttara Falguni. And Aryaman actually uh, has a knack, right, for leadership, believe it or not. Shout, shout out to Uttara Falguni. And, you know, his comedy has a kind of edge to it. Uttara Falguni, yeah. Uttara Falguni yeah. has that because that's at that four degrees, right? Um, mm -hmm. He has that have a knack for leadership, but his comedy is is leading edge. In other words, you know, it's right on. Right. It's right at the level where the common theme of the day that we're dealing with is what he hits. You know, his shows, his stands ups, his movies, all of them are right and exact with what we're dealing with in the current day and age. And it's interesting because leadership qualities you would think as someone being standing out there as, you know, staunch and, um, you know, not very funny, but in all reality, right, because of the Virgo side of it, and it's two sides, you have a Leo side and you have a Virgo side, but the Virgo side gives him, right, that kind of instant rapport with the crowd, right? You know, if you're a leader and you're taking somebody someplace, you're taking the crowd someplace, you know, you're, you're moving the crowd, you're shaking the crowd, Uttara Falguni has a knack to do that because 
is subtly ruled by the sun, right? And that sun power, right, is star power, right? It's leadership ability. It's ability to shine in darkness. So, you know, it makes sense for him to fit right in there. Hosta doesn't really have, it, it can have some of those abilities, but, you know, it makes sense for him to be Uttar Farguni. I wouldn't see him as Shitra, which is a nakshatra that's at the end of Virgo. I wouldn't right. see him as Hasta. Uttar Farguni makes perfect sense. It's it, right. it Hasta, um, to me, you can, it, it's kind of more... I mean, you know how some people like to, um, you know, kind of put Virgo in the realm of almost like a nun type figure or something like that. In certain instances, I've heard people try to make those correlations. Um, I don't see it with all of it, but definitely with Hasta seems to be more of a reserved, you know, type of Virgo versus, you know, some of the, mm -hmm. the other expressions of it or whatnot, you know. It's like a more, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, you know, it's a different different type of energy or whatnot with that hosta. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Hosta is more hands, it's orient, orient, oriented around the hands, more mm -hmm. um, internalized, more sensitive, right? Um, less bodacious, right? But again, it depends on a lot of other placements, but Dave just fits very well in the, in the Uttara Fagmuni kind of category right um so you know interestingly enough right um he has venus in the ascendant right and venus definitely for all intents and purposes really makes you um it kind of it kind of makes you I don't want to say overcompensate in certain areas, but it does give you the knack to really um, hone in on things that are, are, you can make something that is ugly, beautiful, right? You can take something that is seemingly not attractive and make it attractive, right? That's what, that's what a, a debilitated Venus can do. So trust me, right? I mean, think about the topics that he talks about. Again, these are things that are not, you know, comfortable, but he makes them comfortable. He makes you comfortable with it. And it's because of his ability to go in and pull out the beauty in, in the hideousness of our lives, right? As far as the things that we don't want to necessarily say, you know what, that's funny, but it is funny, <laughs> right? Right. Because the ability to do that is, it's a talent. It's a skill, right? Um, you know, Venus rules the second house, right? A speech, right? And he's not afraid to talk, <laughs> right? He's not afraid to speak, you know. No. So it also rules the ninth house of 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 knowledge. So thinking about it from a Virgoan perspective, the second and ninth house for Virgo makes sense for their speech to bring some type of knowledge or some type of awareness. And he represents that. He embodies that. You know, um, definitely one that you can see in the ascendant, you know, his construction, his makeup. The other thing, though, is that this guy has, if you count, right, 
and and check it out right he's got venus in the he's got he's virgo ascendant so that's one mercurial effect right right he's got venus there which is two mercurial effects he's got moon in gemini <laughs> he's got saturn in gemini right these are all mercurial powers these are powers these are abilities these are skills these are talents right, right? so four planets right when i say three plus the ascendant which ascendant is considered like a an effect or planetary influence right that's four powers of mercury at his disposal right so the guy is loaded down with it i mean i'm sure endlessly he could just come up with things off the top of his head you, you just imagine sitting there talking to him he's just actually a funny guy right he's not trying to be funny he's funny he's naturally that right i mean even that it doesn't that, take much to sit i mean if we sit there <laughs> go ahead from that um that clip that I, i'll play from that just that special you can tell really you know he had like a little notebook out and he just kind of had a couple little things jotted down but he was just talking he kept saying like yeah, this is not funny and they're like well it, i mean just anything that comes from you is, is always a little funny no matter how serious you are is there's is always a you know just a little a, a, a humor spin to it even if he's not even trying to do it he just kind of oozes it in a different type of way there's some people that's like i think mike epps kind of has that but it's a different comes from a different place but look, what Dave Chappelle is just always a humor of, you know, intellectual kind of heady humor always tied into whenever he's speaking. I, I've never heard him and not wanted to kind of laugh a little bit. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, yeah, Mike Epps, he, he has some of that knack and ability, but Mike Epps sometimes kind of is over like he yeah. he's doing something to, to be funny. Right. Whereas Dave, he just is just there, right? Right. He's just naturally that way, right? And think about it: the moon, which is his mental and emotional composition, is in Gemini. So he's got Virgo ascendant and Moon in Gemini. That is crazy, right? That is mad crazy. That means that man has the mindset to constantly go back and forth and see the contradictories, contradictions. In reality, and 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 literally, that Virgo is like poking fun. Remember, the Virgo symbol is literally it's it's poking inward. It's an internalized sign. So he's got the internal side, which is Virgo, and he has the external side, which is Gemini. Both of them are at his disposal. Right. I don't know if you're going to so, mention this. I don't know if you're going to mention this as well, but you know, he also has that that exchange. Between well, oh, I, 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 I was saying that was that's the four, right? I was yeah. going to add the cherry on top, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is the exchange. So it's almost that because Mercury. Wait, actually, it's it's actually is really six if you want to get technical, right? Right, because Mercury is in Cancer, right, and Moon is in Gemini. So the Moon rules Cancer. Mercury rules Gemini, they're in each other's signs, so that creates an exchange, which the, te the technical term is a parvatana yoga, right? Then 
Mercury is in Ashlesha, which is the nakshatra ruled by Mercury. So there's another mercurial influence even inside where Mercury is placed in and of itself. And nice. again, Mercury, right? Mercury is placed, right? Right in right inside that Navamsha in a in Pisces, which is a Jupiter ruled sign. More comedy. Right. Right? It's in a it's in a Pisces ruled Navamsha, excuse me. Right? It's in a Pisces ruled Navamsha. Right, so in that Pisces Navamsha, it's more comedy. So he's loaded down with comical abilities. If you even look in the Navamsha in the D nine, the moon is with Mercury. Right, that's crazy. Right, the guy is born to do comedy. People say there's no such thing as destiny. Well, everything that we show you so far in this particular podcast begs to differ right <laughs> this man is born to be funny right so, so you know um and think about it mercury is the mercury right is the mouthpiece it's your it's it is the gift of gab itself it's in ashlesha ashlesha is a very cunning sign it's cunning it's intense it thinks in a very deep and a very um, emotionally driven way. So his comedy reaches in and pulls it out of you. Right? You know, Ashlesha is ruled by Shesha or Sarpa. It's really Sarpa, which is the serpent. Right? And Sarpa is an energy that it constricts, it holds. So imagine you're laughing, right? And when he makes you laugh, you know, it's almost like I got to get a grasp for air. That's the squeezing of the comedy that he has, that the hold that he has on you when he does does what he does, right? I mean, in the audience, right? We were just watching a little clip. They were cracking up, and he wasn't even saying nothing, right? He was just barely talking, right? Right. So, you know, that hold on you from a mercurial standpoint, from his mouthpiece, is also that level of 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 of, of ability that that Dave brings, right? Um, phenomenal man, phenomenal man. A um, lot of respect for him too, because he holds his own. Right? He doesn't try to be like someone else. He doesn't try to emulate anyone else. He doesn't try to um, to do other people's comedy. You know how some people try to do like other people's comedy? Like you kind of like ah, that's a little Richard Pryor. I mean, not to say that he couldn't. And not to say that he may not have even done a few things, but he just is Dave. He's naturally himself. Right. And um Yeah, nobody you know, sounds like Dave Chappelle. It's, it's, no. Or he no. doesn't sound like anybody. He's his else own brand. Right. No, no. He's he's his own brand. He's when you say Dave Chappelle, right, there's a litany of things that you can think of when it comes to Dave Chappelle, right? Right. Um, the Chappelle show, I had those actually on DVD. Right. And they're classics. You know, when you when you are great, when you're a legend, you know, you watch Richard Pryor. It's a, it, you, it's still funny today. Right. You listen to Red Fox. Um, you watch, you know, even old Sanford and Son shows. Right. This, that's why they're in syndication, because they're classic, because they stick with us through thick and thin, through time and memorial. Here, here comes the big one. <laughs> I think this right. is the big one. 
Right, exactly. (laughs) When you say that, right, we know exactly who you're talking about, right? Right. 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 Yeah. We know exactly who you're talking about, right? When you do it, like, you know, when you start do it like this, right? Like, <laughs> you, know what mean? Like, you, you know, you know exactly who it is, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So you know, that that's the power of these individuals. You know, we take it lightly, but these are powers. These are these are abilities. These are the netaru flowing through. These are the forces of nature flowing through man. Right. And, and and being able to show you that that the supreme being has a funny side to, to it. It's a comical side to it. Right. Um, the other thing is that when I mentioned there's a third planet and it's one that you don't necessarily think of as comical. Right. And it took me a long time to find out why. But actually. K2 is comical right you know k2 comes from a place that's down deep within and it brings something out that you and i wouldn't expect it's shocking in other words right right you're saying something that is unprecedented unexpected un un you're not prepared for it that's what k2's powers can also bring it can bring something that can literally right remove your thinking and bring you into the inner core of your being to feel and intuit what is going on as far as what's being said. And comedy is that power. Right. It is that power to get into, it gets beyond, you know, the, the think about it, racism, think about classism, sexism, all the isms. And that's actually why he's under fire right now, because he breaks those barriers, right? He breaks those barriers. And I see you talking about aspects, right? Aspects are not so important in this particular matter because in reality, right, these are placements that are set that give him these abilities, right? Um, Aspects aren't necessarily important because, again, most of these planets only aspect the seventh house from themselves anyway. Mercury, moon, right? Right. They don't uh, Venus, all three of them only aspect one house away from themselves. So this is really more about the placements that are producing this. Right. Um, You know, speaking of Jupiter does aspect the ascended. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's there. Okay. What I was about to say is that, um, you know, I mean, right. But even without an aspect. Right. Yeah. Jupiter was in the sixth house. Yeah, the um, because you know Western astrology is aspect heaven. I mean, I aspect heaven, but has aspect you know crazy, right? So as far as just the emphasis, mm-hmm. but I mean, again, I hate to always be the guy that always bring this up. You know, you you plug this chart in this time in in tropical, changes everything. Pretty much all of these planets move. Except it does. For, yeah, even the ascended, I believe it does. Moves. And and I know I. I it does. Everything changes, right? Yep. Everything changes. It it put it puts it at late degrees. Uh, it might be still in Virgo. Four might still, right? yeah. So it probably it still, will still it be in Virgo, right? right at but the end. planets are going to move. Things mm-hmm. are going to change, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's going to change, right? Except 
the ascended for the most part. But here, because I see my sister asking, right, I'm going to throw you a cookie, right, so you can find out a little bit more about your just. And since you have so many questions, sis, why don't you come on back to class? Then you <laughs> might really have some deeper insights into these things. So shout out to you, right? But in 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 this particular <laughs> right in this particular system you also have what are called sign aspects mm -hmm. right sign aspects so here's one for you right so cardinal signs aspect fixed signs except the one next to it right fixed signs aspect cardinal signs except the one next to it but mutable signs only aspect themselves so by sign aspect themselves moon saturn is aspecting the ascendant the ascendant is aspecting moon and saturn as well rahu is aspecting them as well so all of them are actually aspecting so you do have some aspects which are not normally computed or not normally stated in right the Jyotish vernacular, but that is actually a Vimshatara, not Vimshatara, but a, a Parashara Horashastra lesson that we go through, right? That those aspects are very real. Very so there's good. one for you, right? I'll put it up here because it's there that that aspect. Those aspects are heavily used in Germany. Um Germany, yes. Yes, mm -hmm. they are. Right. But uh Parshar does mention them in his particular right in his works. Right. Mm -hmm. Parshar Horashastra. Right. So as you can see, right, as I just stated, all signs dual are aspecting them. Right? So there you go, Awani, right? There is your your aspect answer to your as answer answer to your aspect question but even without the aspects in the traditional sense with the planetary aspects specific aspects from planets right think about it from this perspective right those planets without the aspects reside in specific zones right cosmic energy envelopes that produce right this type of individual and like I said, that's that's really I'm gonna even throw it out there. Five mercurial planetary influences in a chart. That's that's really almost pretty rare. Right? Right? It's pretty rare. So this man, right, like I said, is a gift from the heavens so that we in this day and age could have our own Richard Pryor our own red fox, right? Our own kind of at our level, at our age, right? Someone that could carry the 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 baton, the torch as far as the ability to laugh, the ability to make us, right, reach inside and bring out that which is uncomfortable and make it comfortable. Right? Make it so that we can look at it from a from a different perspective, right? So um let's talk about a little deeper a little bit deeper here you know we always talk about the dashas right and i think that's pretty pertinent to this individual because we're going to see and even before we get there i want to mention something else right i want to mention something else so um 
the nakshatras that he, that he has where they're placed it's just very interesting because he's got two planets of course three planetary influence influences cuz k2 is also one as well but they're all three of them are in ardra <laughs> what do you think about that brother that's interesting that's that's interesting <laughs> it's like you know right. it's like you know the creator was like okay uh how how much more of a comedian and uh wild card can we make this guy right here let's, let's just line all these joints up together and boom <laughs> man man a wild card right <laughs> i mean the guy you know ardra is look 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 when you start studying this stuff and really get into the nakshatras and their their influences because they really are kind of the keys behind each of the signs Ardra is no joke. Ardra is it's raw. Right? It's raw. It's raw. It's real. It's uncut, as they say. Right? Right. right. It's gonna get as raw as you can handle it. Not Red Fox raw, because that was a different age, a different era, a different person. And his raw comes from a different energy altogether. But Dave Chappelle's energy is literally it's uncut. Right. He's going to tell you what it is and he's not going to he's not going to uh, uh, filter it. Right. He's not going to tailor it. Right. He's going to say it. Right. And you can be you can change the channel. You can turn him off. Right. You don't have to watch, but he's going to say some things that might make a lot of people uncomfortable. That is Ardra. The symbol for Ardra is a tear. Tear is in hurt, but also when you're done with him, it's a tear of laughter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're laughing so hard, he makes you cry. That's Ardra, right? Intense, driven, relentless, even courageous. The Rudras are there. Uh, one of the, the 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 themes or... Um, uh, devas or netters, and I say netters or netteru, but one of the kind of titles that Ardra have is a, is a Rudra, and Rudra works for Shiva. It's an emissary, it's an aspect of Shiva. Shiva is the so called right, god of death, right? It's a serious energy. It's, its symbol is also a diamond. Right, and diamonds are created under what immense pressure. pressure, heavy pressure, right? Heavy pressure, you know, that's pressure. Think about it. you think he's going through some pressure right now, and he's standing just the same. Yeah, it doesn't seem like not shook him. at all, right? right? Hey, take it or what, or leave it. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't seem like he's worried at all. Been down this road before, right? Oh yeah. So you know, you know, it's it's hard. You know, it's hardened to a degree. It's tough. Those are three planets in Ardra. That's serious. That's 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 no joke, right? I just would like to be in his company and just enjoy his energy. For a day, just an hour, right? Just to see, 
just to hear what he would have to say, just having dinner at a restaurant or, you know, sitting, you know, at a specific spot watching, you know, you know, just the comical commentary, I'm sure, right, is is raw and real and it stays there. It It is who he is. He's not putting on airs. He's not masking things. And Ardra never does. Right? They don't. I have met many people with planetary, strong planetary, major planetary placements, ascendant moon, sun, ascendant lord, and so forth. Right? They all have that edge. They just don't care. Right? Um, so, you know, just interesting things that you pull out of a chart right off the cuff, just noticing things, just seeing things, right? And then to add insult to injury, the planet that rules Ardra is Rahu. It's in the fourth house. <clears throat> the fourth house of that which gives you satiation. And the four and Rahu, one of the other one of the other themes that Ardra brings, it's a rebel. Right? It's rebellious. Right? Doesn't care. It's gonna push the envelope. This is Dave Chappelle, right? Bar none. So um what you do you have anything to say about Arja King? Well, no, nah, I mean you pretty much said it all. I mean, but I just I, I know a lot of, you know, people with with some heavy Ardra, you know, influences and um <laughs> Very, very interesting people. Some, some, some people may, and I'm not saying it. I don't mean this in a actual mental health uh, diagnosis perspective, but you know, a lot of times, a lot of people may refer to these people as crazy. <laughs> right? Is that person? <laughs> that person is crazy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you never know. Hey, what you... <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm serious. You're right on the money. Yeah. Right. It, it can it can be one of those energies, areas of the zodiac that can literally cause you to be a little off. Mm. And 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 here's the thing: to do comedy in front of thousands, I mean, of people now millions, of course, because of his his status and his his. Uh, Comical prowess. Yeah, you gotta you, be you have to be a little special. Yeah, right. you got to, something. Got to be a little, little to the left, right? <laughs> You're a little to the right, right? It's got to well, be there. Our teach one of our, 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 you know, our teacher, one of our teachers. Uh, he he always make, he makes a comment that you know when you're talented, you want to be talented, and or you want you know that energy to be extreme, just to right at the point before you're crazy. Right before crazy, <laughs> but genius right, and crazy right, is usually borderline. right on the edge of crazy and genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, genius is usually borderline crazy. Right, that is a reality. Right, <laughs> right. It's it's true, folks. Right, there's some truth. There's some some very real truth to that. Right, it's a thin line. Right. And he walks that razor's edge. Right. People thought I he mean, jumped over the edge for a second. Right. It, well, I mean, considering <laughs> right what we're about to talk about here in these dashes, it makes sense. Right. It really right. does make sense. Watch right. what we talk about. Right. So um, 
You know, and he's got K2 with the moon. Come on now. K2 with the moon already can set you a little, you know. And then Saturn's there with it, which is also serious, but yet detached, right? It, that's a lot. So Dave fits right into where he he fits right into his niche, right into his, I mean, his calling card is one that when you say his name, right? It, it brings an immediate thought of, you know, something that's funny or something that he might have said or done that you've watched or seen. Right. So, you know, look at what he's born into, right? I mean, if you check the Vimshatari Dasha, right, right before or right after he's born or right when he's born, he's born into a... Rahu Dasha. Right? The very end of it. Very last uh, portion of that Rahu Dasha, he's there. Right. Right. So it, you know, and what I teach in my, my classes is that when you look at a Dasha, you know, when you look at life, you know, life is kind of like um, you know. It's what it's what was planted first, what the seed of your existence is, and what your seed. Let's say what the seed of your in your seed of your birth. I'm not gonna say incarnation, right? The seed of your reintroduction into this plane is just like anything else. When that seed is planted, it grows right around and from that seed and sprouts out into the rest of your life through the other dasha sequences. But Rahu is the beginning, right? So it's interesting, right, to see how he would have started in a Dasha that rules all three of those planets in Ardra. Right. Very interesting, right? Um, because if you look at his moon, it's 19 degrees one minute. One, deg one degree over, he's touching on a new nakshatra so he only has a sliver of rahu left when he's born just a sliver but that sliver is enough to set the scene to set the jump off right to put things in motion to touch as they say the butterfly the butterfly effect right right and he's born in a rahu moon Dasha. immediately after uh yeah he is actually you're right that's in Thank you for pointing that out, brother. Thank you for that. That you couldn't got any better than that. Rahu moon. Right? So the moon, which is in the nakshatra of Rahu, and he's born in a Rahu moon dasha. So he's already born, right? <laughs> to set the stage for, <laughs> right? <laughs> that rebellious mind. That, re right. that, that thinking outside of around the box type thinking right that's 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 the jump off his brain right was formulated and modulated his nervous system his whole body was formulated to do that right from birth so you know this is the power of this system it is literally gifted to for you can so you can see what someone is here to do.
Um, and you know, funny thing is, here's another one. Before I forget, before I do, it slips the old noggin here. What is his Atma Karaka? If you can see, it is his Atma Karaka. Uh, Mercury. The planet that indicates the soul is Mercury. Mercury. That's another mercurial <laughs> influence, right? Now we're looking at seven, <laughs> six to seven different mercurial influences on this guy, right? <laughs> his his soul is here to unburden, or to not only unburden, but to gift, because a gift is also a what? Curse. It's usually tied with a curse, some challenge that you're it's brought with, right? So that you can learn certain lessons, and that mouthpiece can get you in a whole lot of trouble. That's why it's an excellent way for us to look at it, right? Is he right? What's the mm. what's the theme of the show? Is he a troublemaker? Right. Right. <laughs> instigator, right? Mercury is the instigator, right? You remember you was a kid, right? And the guy was over there talking mess, like he was instigating, like, uh-huh. Yeah, he says such and such about you, right? I'm sure that's how these people that are having these issues with him feel. Right. Right. He's poking fun at me, right? You remember the funny guy in class, and we all got lit up by somebody that was, you know, just just playing the dozens, right? Dropping them right. like they hot, right? If you, you know, if you grew up in the inner city, somebody made fun of you somewhere in class at some point through, you know, all the way up to twelfth grade, and even maybe beyond, right? Right. You know, that's just the guy that does that. That's Mercury's power. This is who he is. Right. So not only that, right? He enters into well to 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 sidebar, right? And you gotta think about childhood, you gotta think about how things are. Jupiter is the childhood that he experiences because it runs immediately after birth from nineteen seventy-four, right? All the way up until what, right around nineteen ninety. Right. It runs yeah. to 1990. So from his for his for his from his perspective, right? Jupiter's in the fifth house. It's debilitated. And think about it from this perspective. Jupiter being debilitated, that Jupiter aspects Mercury, doesn't it? Yep. So there's another aspect for you, Queen, that you were asking about, right? Jupiter and Mercury produce a direct aspect to each other. So when he was growing up, even though he was in a Jupiter Dasha, right, he was still receiving that mercurial influence throughout life. It's never stopped. That's why he can be so natural with it. Like it just rolls out of his tongue, right? He like He's not even thinking about it. He's like, it's just in him. Jupiter right. still had the effects of Mercury throughout his childhood because of the aspect, because of the opposition. And the balance that mercurial and Mer Jupiter and mercurial type dif differential throughout childhood, right? I'm sure he was the class clown or somebody that was in there, right? Definitely having fun with that mercurial power. You know, Jupiter is the power of is the, is, is knowledge. It is debilitated. It is right, mm -hmm. and we won't get into the cancellations and all that because that would take us on another tangent, but. Again, 
its debilitation can be used, right, to show how life, albeit may not be so uppity up, happy, go lucky with the Jupiterian de debilitation, but that negative becomes a what? Positive. It becomes a positive. Right. 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 So, you know, again, just to show how that works, right? Um, the other thing is that <clears throat> um, during that Jupiter Dasha, right, during his childhood, there is up to almost a very young adult or very early, uh, actually teenage years, immediately after, right, it's almost like you know, something's holding back. The planet that rules the Jupiter debilitation is Saturn. Right? It rules it. And it's almost like Saturn is waiting. You know, it's like, yeah, you're going to go through some of this stuff in childhood. But when you come to me, when you come to the planet that rules that Jupiter, let's see what happens, right? In 1990, he enters into Saturn Dasha. This literally, and take for take for example, he's only 17 years old. He's not even 18 yet. He enters into comedy right at that very age at 17, 1990. <laughs> I mean, think about the courage and the the, the 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 audacity right that someone has to have to enter into the the comedy realm not acting right not music not sports not medicine not education comedy comedy is hard folks it is hard it is not easy <laughs> right you he in fact he got booed right according to wiki Right, first time out, a couple times, didn't start off so well, right? But immediately after, in the same Dasha and Dasha Bukti from Saturn, Saturn, he started blowing up. That is when I heard of Dave Chappelle. He got on. He was on Deaf Comedy Jam during the Saturn Saturn Dasha. Saturn, and here's the funny thing. People say Saturn doesn't give you things. Really? It's in the 10th house of profession. It's in the sign of Gemini, right? It's natural home. It's natural. It's natural home, which gives it, gives it Dick Bala, which is directional strength. So that means it can take him places. Mm -hmm. That's what Dick Bala means. It takes you places. Directions gives you direction, says this is the way to go, and not only does it say this is the way to go, it takes you, it gives you a path, right? So, bar none, right? Saturn Dasha is the is the major. I mean, from from no from a nobody to a somebody, and I'm not going to say it. In essence, it was overnight in a way. See, Saturn is supposed to be slow, but what, what sign is it in? It's in Gemini, Gemini, which is what? 
It's quick. <laughs> it's quick. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Mercury is just another name for Quicksilver. It's quick. And he's quick with it. Right. He's not dull. He's not slow. He's not right. Buffoonish. Right. He's very quick. Right. You have to be in comedy. Think about a heckler. Think about somebody that's in the crowd and they're, you know, oh, you know, that, that. Right. Because he even played that role, right, in one of the movies yeah. with Eddie Murphy, right, where he had to deal with a heckler, right? Remember, right? Yeah. He became mm-hmm. heckled, right? But nonetheless, that's how comedy is. You have to literally be quick-witted, right? So Saturn does give you things. Saturn does aid you and pro- provide immense high levels of stardom, fame, and money, See? Yeah, it was a nutty right. professor. That's right. Yep. A nutty professor, right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so you see what I mean? Like Saturn Dasha gave him this. I mean, the whole, almost the whole of Saturn Dasha produced Dave Chappelle. Right. I mean, the list of this man's, his resume, right? The resume. I mean, being a nutty professor... Being on Def Comedy Jam, having your own uh, 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 show, show, the day I mean, named after you. <laughs> That's all Saturn Dasha, right? All of it, all of it. Starring in Pineapple Express, I mean, you, the man, he you know, he 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 was for all intents and purposes. You know, a rising star without even, I want to say effort, but he just, it was like the right place at the what? <laughs> at the right time. Right time. That's what destiny is. Yeah. Right. And his, his Atma Karaka, right, is Mercury, which rules Saturn. So it takes him, him as an individual, to give him the lessons of reaching heights, which rules the 10th house. This is how we begin to map destiny, how we chart what people's lives bring, what people's lives hold. Right? Saturn Mercury, look at that, 1993, blows up you know, even more. Um, Saturn K2, nothing can stop him through this role. And Saturn K2 is a rough period, folks. For many people, most people, it is not Easy greasy. Saturn K2 <laughs> was a breeze to him. Right? From our perspective, at least, maybe. Maybe he was feeling some of those things that Saturn K2 would bring. But Saturn K2, they're conjunct in the chart. In Ardra, mind you, which is the antithesis, right? Rahu is the antithesis of K2, so they're both right in a very peculiar place. But nonetheless, he doesn't have he doesn't skip a beat not a beat not a not a slip until right until and this is the thing life has its way of showing you certain things and the the famous thing and what most of us really as black men and black people and people of color respect Dave Chappelle for is standing his ground right holding his own and a son in Leo, right? And he is a true son in Leo, right? 
in Magha, the king, right? He didn't budge. He didn't give in. He didn't yield to the temptation of the powers that be, right? The infamous dress, right? The infamous, put it on, Dave. And they and here's the here's the crazy thing. If you understand spiritual the spiritual side of the planets, you know there's a mundane side, and the mundane side has a different kind of numerological coincidental way of looking at it. But the spiritual side of it, the number of Mercury is what, my brother? Three. Three. When they asked him to put on the dress, three people came to him, right? Three. Three. Right? They had the clip queued up. That, 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 that's... My bad. <laughs> It's the clip, but I didn't mean to play it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Want me to play it? It's all good, right? Like I said, yeah, go ahead, play it. They put every black man in the movies in a dress at some point in their career. I'll be connecting them down like, why all these brothers got to wear a dress? This happened to me. I'm doing a movie with Martin. Yeah. The movie's going good. So I walk in a trailer. I'm like, man, this must be the wrong trailer because there's a dress in here. <laughs> they come in it's the writer comes in I think he's the writer he's like Dave listen we got this hilarious scene where Martin's sneaking out of jail so he disguises you as a prostitute <laughs> and he put this dress on and it, huh what a prostitute nah I'm not doing that I don't feel comfortable with it that should have been in a discussion what you don't feel comfortable with it I mean it's a hilarious bit all the greats have done it. So, well, if all the greats have done it, it's kind of hacky, right? You're right. So why don't we just not do it? Because I don't feel comfortable wearing a dress. Oh, come on, Dave. Listen, we, we got it all set up. We're supposed to shoot. Every every minute you waste costs this much money. You know, the pressure comes in. Huh. He said, I'm, now I'm not wearing no dress, man. I'm funnier than a dress. Just give me something funny to say. I don't need to wear no dress to be funny. What am I, Milton Berle? You know, we're going like this. And then finally he's like, ah. And he, he leaves. And then, like, the director comes, Dave. It really would be great if you... Wear the dress. What is wrong? What is this? A uh, broke back mountain in here? So, <laughs> so then, <laughs> I wear the I wear the dress. I don't want to wear the dress. I want to wear this dress. You know what I mean? This is, uh, oh gosh, this guy's so difficult. They leave. Now the producers comes. Come on, David would be so great. I mean, and then I started thinking about it. All the comics that I've seen, man, you know, strong brothers, why, why are they putting us in these dresses? But the minute it was clear, I was adamant, I'm not wearing a dress, I'm not wearing the dress. All right, fine, think of something else. Guy comes back 10 minutes later, the whole new scene, hot damn, how did you write the scene so fast? <laughs> you know, it's like, so you gotta take a stink. <laughs> there it is, right? <laughs> See, the Atma Karaka gives you your soul's lessons, right? It says, hey, you got to learn to master this. And it's interesting that the number three, which 
is what Mercury, which is what Mercury is connected to. He passed the test. Right? Mercury rules his career. It rules him. Think about it. He would have probably, they probably would have put him on a higher pedestal. Of course, yet to take him down, because that's what they usually do if you don't cooperate, as we see. But the thing is, is that he passed the test, right? He learned the lesson that, look, certain things aren't necessary to be funny, to be yourself, to be a leader, to be someone of influence, of impact, right? It's not necessary. Certain things just don't go, right? And when you do them, you sell your what? Soul. The soul, which is the Karaka indicator. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Deep stuff, right? Right. So, you know, Saturn Rahu, and there's Rahu, good old Rahu. Salute, right? Rahu said, look, right? And I'm sorry, he really said, look, you know, um, that's it. You know, I'm pulling back. I'm going to retreat. I'm going to go inward to kind of, you know, assess what this whole thing is. Because you got to consider, and, and here's the thing, just as a sidebar, right? Martin Lawrence is also pretty funny. And I didn't even know that that was a movie. Because the movie that he was in with Martin Lawrence, I remember him being in that movie. Right? I remember that. I remember the, 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 the scene and all of that. So I kind of almost know which one they're talking about. But nonetheless... Martin is not even relevant like he used to be. And guess what? Martin wore the what? He wore the dress. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. See? I'm just saying, like, you got to look at things from a spiritual side. Comedy, all the things that we talk about have these spiritual connotations behind the scene. That's why you can't get this in any other podcast, folks. This is a one-of-a-kind podcast. Like my man said, when we really begin to have more momentum, it this is these are classics, right? Because you can see things from a deeper, uh, more in, insightful perspective, right? Martin wore the dress. Where's Martin now? Right? That's to say Martin is not still funny. Not at all. But I really don't see anything that Martin is producing. Stand-up, movies. I think he tried to do Martin to show again. That fell apart. So they use you. So they have bad boys. Right? You can be used. And then chewed up and then move on out. Martin's show was classic. It's still classic. I still watch Martin. can watch Martin's show and get a laugh. But Dave yeah. is still what? He's still relevant. Right. Because he didn't sell his soul. So Saturn Rahu comes. Right? And Saturn Rahu is one of the most treacherous channel challenges. If you're not prepared mentally and spiritually, 
then you are going to have a challenge in that period. And the, 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 the task came, right? Rahu is in the fourth house. Rahu, he said, literally, I'm out of here. And Dave mm -hmm. Chappelle disappeared. Legit. It, it, it's wisdom to a degree. Saturn does rule wisdom, folks. It does. Through experience, though. Through understanding, through having to go through something, what we call life lessons, right? That's what Saturn is. And Rahu is there to say, guess what, buddy? I got something to I got something to offer you. Rahu is temptation. Rahu is the ability to expand oneself. And literally, Rahu is the it's also akin to the cuckoo bird. And most people don't know the cuckoo bird is infamous for taking something of someone else's another creature's nest and putting its eggs in it. So it's almost like taking over or trying to leapfrog or trying to put yourself on another level without paying your what? Your dues. Paying your dues. It's it's literally at that point in which he began, he disappeared. And there was always jokes. Where is Dave Chappelle? Is he in Africa? Is he, a, you know, he was actually at home. And where is Rahu <laughs> placed? At the in fourth house. At the in the fourth house of home. Family. This stuff is, this is what it is. Thank you, Dave Chappelle, for giving us eight minute, eight hour, at the eighth hour, 46 minutes. That is, that, that, that was a gift. Because right? <laughs> this is what it produced. This is the chart. This is, he told you his time, which he said was on his birth certificate. So right. this is almost this is an AA rating, right? <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, right? Right. Straight up. After Saturn Rahu, Dave Chappelle's gone. Saturn Jupiter comes, right? Gone. I think he made a few here and there's, right? But nothing of significance nor any of any profound you know, nothing. He doesn't resurface until 2013. That's when he comes back. But guess what? No one's even the actually he's almost like a war hero to some degree, you know, in a comical way. <laughs> right. He's a war hero. He went and did battle and took the consequence, took the blow and said, look, I'll sit down for a minute, but I ain't wearing the dress. Mm hmm. And comes back in a Mercury Venus Dasha. Venus is in the ascendant. It rules the second and ninth. And Venus is a very powerful planet for Virgo ascendants. It is actually, even though it's debilitated in the ascendant, it's one of the best planets for Virgo ascendants. Oddly enough, see, life has quirks. It's strange. It's, it's not a straight shot because a planet that can be debilitated in the ascendant becomes your best planet. So it teaches think, uh, Virgos a very profound lesson about the falsehoods of beauty. Um, Warren Buffett has a similar little thing going on. 
I, I think we, we, we but, do. But he's not. He's not a Virgo. He's, he's not Virgo ascendant. We did do more. Um, but he had the Venus debilitated though. Yeah, yes. Venus. Yeah, Absolutely, but it, I know he, that he, for sure. He worked with it. Yeah. Right. The beauty. Right. The attraction. You know, Virgo learns because they're inspective by nature. They like to inspect. They like to pick things apart. They like to pull things to where you know what. This ain't all what it cracks is cracked up to be. So because Venus and Mercury, Venus, and literally Mercury is his yoke, his excuse me, is his Atma Karaka. So he comes back when the soul is ready to re, to to re, has regenerated, when the soul has learned its ultimate lesson, right? Even in that, that right, all that glitters isn't what? Gold. Isn't gold. Right? So you can see full well, right? He's in a Mercury Dasha right now, right? He's having a very successful run again. He's out there. His name is relevant. Be it all bad, be it bad or positive or negative, whatever your take is on it, right? He's still relevant. Martin, what happened to you, bro? Where you at? Right. I, I noticed something. So, you know. Just just thinking about it, like he mm -hmm. he has these moments where he, he kind of like you know slow builds up and then um he kicks off with something that's like big, right? Like during mm -hmm. the time and after he has a nodal return because that happened twice, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Right. Right, right around you know because around two thousand one, this was here. Right. And then mm -hmm. shortly after that, boom, Chappelle show. Right. Mm -hmm. Then mm -hmm. around what, 2000, what, uh, 20, 2018, 2019, we were here again. 2020, we were right here again. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's when it's, that's right around the time when he comes, when he's, he's where you're at now, he's coming back, but the Netflix specials start exploding, you know. After that, right during and after that period, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rahu and Ketu can take you to the heights of heaven and the depths of, of heaven. <laughs> right, they can. Right, it's all how things are based in your destiny and your in your situation. So, you know, um, it's interesting. You know, he's in a he's in a Mercury. Dasha, he's riding it out until 2020, 2026. And he's gonna stay relevant, right? He's gonna be in the limelight until that time is up. Um, K2 is always a planet that is very interesting to see how people handle that seven year period. Because if you think Rahu's rough, hmm. and see, think about think about the logic of 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 the ancestors of the people that engineered this system. You know, we talk about Rahu, 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 Ra, and having a Rahu t-shirt, right? Rahu is 18 years long, folks. There's no way that 18 years of life can just be that bad, right? It's not really. Rahu actually gives you what you want. It gives you your heart's desire. But what's the old adage? Be careful of what you want. Which for? Be careful of what you wish for, because you will get it, right? Rahu says, up, you want a divorce? You got it. Rahu says, up, you want a wife? 
You got it. Up, oh, you want to sell drugs? You got it. <laughs> it does. Rahu yeah. gives you what you want. It doesn't stop you. It's there to exercise those demons within you. That's, they call it the shadow, right? Mm-hmm. To bring that shadow out of you so that you can look at it and examine it. That's what Rahu does. Good, bad, or indifferent. Right. Not It's not Rahu's not. None of them are bad. None of them. Right? But it does give you the opportunity for 18 years to learn the parts of yourself that what you would consider is maybe unsavory or even that which you would consider to be ultimately ultimately rewarding. Right. Again, everything comes in twos, at least. Mm -hmm. So Rahu is 18 years. Ketu is seven years. Now, I want you folks to think about that for a second. 18 to seven. Which one do you think is more intense? <laughs> right? The seven-year bid. So K2 is coming up. It's in his 10th house, right? He might disappear again. We might not see Dave for at least another few. It might, I mean, this is what happens. K2 can call you to the, not in the sense of the inner planes in the physical, because it can do that too. But K2 can also say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'll give up. I'm done. I'm, I'm over it. I've had enough. I got it, right? Thank you, but no thank you. That's what K2 can do. And if we've seen Dave already in a Rahu subdasha, right, pull away, then K2 very well might be the point in which we say, you know, not farewell, but, you know, see him in another, see it another day in time. He might do it too. He this might do it himself. This is just some things that you can surmise, especially with Saturn and with Moon. You hear me? Yeah. He might just do it. He, he, might, might, he might be at the point just, where he's full. Yeah, he's, yeah. No, he's full. You're full. You've run your Atma Karaka Dasha at the height of your the height of life. You know, he's at the right age, the right point. He might just say, I'm done. I've made enough money. I can retire. My name is out there. I've I've you can go watch my stuff, right? I see you when I see you. Right. So interesting enough, right? There's some things we might see. He's in a Mercury Rahu Dasha now. And like I said, Rahu always gives you those things that you necessarily will call forth out of your being. And he's in that period to show, right, that here we go. Here we go again. Isn't it interesting? Saturn Rahu, he's he's like, I'm done. Now he's in a Mercury Rahu. And look, they're messing with him again. I mean, he's <laughs> they're on him. Again, to 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 get some kind of, you know, whatever it is that the powers or beings or groups are seeking. Not to say whatever they're seeking is this or that, but this is the layout of his spiritual land, of the spiritual of the, of the spiritual landscape. Right. So, right. Just interestingly enough, though, the the comedy special was released October fifth. Let's see if something would be impacting him personally to show that this is also in transit, not just in the Dasha, but in the scheme of the planets as they move in the cosmos. Is it, can, let's, can we look at the transit for just a brief moment on that date and see what happens? 
Can you see it? Yes, sir. Right. So look at the date. October 5th is when it was released. And like you know, we were talking about earlier, Tef, we don't know when it was done, right? We really don't know, right? The actual date. Because it was pre-recorded, right? It wasn't live. But right. it was released October 5th. Right. Isn't that interesting? Mercury is in the ascendant. See, here's how this is how it works, folks. This is when you begin to separate and stop and and think for a second that people because you know people ask the, the cliche's question, don't you believe in God? And I tell them I wish I had the luxury to believe. Mm -hmm. like, that's a luxury for me, right? I know there's a supreme being. Because certain things are outside of your what? Control. control. And those things are outside of control. Something's moving them. Something's actuating them. Well, take a look. Mercury is in the ascendant, people. Mercury is right there as himself facilitating the karma. Right? Sun is in the ascendant. Moon is in the ascendant. <laughs> and the moon is the fastest moving planet. So for That's it crazy. to be there on the day of, amazing. That's crazy. It takes 13, literally, it takes one day for it to move one nakshatra, 2.25 days to move through a sign, or two and a quarter days to move through a sign. So for it to be there, and what's the degree that moon is at? Two degrees. Mm -hmm. So for them to release that on that day, it was destined for this for that influx to happen to us as a as a as a as a world, as a planet, to receive this as his particular gift to the world, and for the ridicule to follow it. Right. Mars is in the ascendant. Mars is in a sixth, eight position from his natal Mars, which means, hey, there's time for another. Guess what? A squabble. It's a fight. Yeah. It's a squabble. It's a contention, right? There's an undertow trying to grab you and pull you in. This is destiny, folks, at its finest, or the reading of it at its finest, rather. Right? You look at Rahu, it's in the ninth house. He's in a Mercury, Rahu Dasha. Ninth house is also, as we know, where people say guru, but the guru is only an emissary. It's only a representative of what? Of the supreme being. Right. Right. These planets are conjuncting his ascendant and Venus which rules the ninth house. So this is destiny playing out. And I know, you know he's a hot topic. Check it out, right? It's a back and forth battle. It's a battle. It's like, hey, you're going to take him off or you're going to keep him on? You're going to keep him on, take him off. You know, it's interesting because the people that actually were there that went into the meeting, they were fired. <laughs> they weren't even supposed to be in the meeting. Right. 
They bum rushed the meeting to find out what was going on and to make a statement on behalf of these groups, right? Of the groups, respectively, the groups to make their statement or plate or plate uh, to plead their case against having this aired on Netflix. So, albeit, right, we can see these things are real, right? And guess where Jupiter is? It's a Jupiter return in the fifth house with Saturn, (laughs) right? And Jupiter is in direct, and Miss Awani, there's your aspect again. What degree is Jupiter? 28. 28. What degree is Mercury? 27. Close enough. In that interest. <laughs> well, 27, right. right? Yeah. Close enough, right? Isn't that interesting? Right. So, right, this is what it is, folks, right? You know, and I I want to say Jupiter had if to, Dave, Jupiter had to ever check the salad get Jupiter had to back up to get to that um to get to that spot on that day. <laughs> You know, <laughs> straight up, yeah. As it doesn't get it, you know, and it and it stops <laughs> retrograding. The that that next on on the on the eleventh, it literally changes back direction, so it goes over, right? That point, two degrees really, well, comes very close. A little, to it, a little, right? a little, a little bit, very you know, very close. Yeah, <laughs> a little less than two degrees. Yeah, <laughs> then goes one back. degree, right? Right. Destiny is real. <laughs> right. right. And here's the thing. So another lesson, right? Jupiter is a planet that is called a Badaka planet, which rules for all for all mutable ascendants, right? The seventh house is a Badaka. It's a planet that creates obstruction. So the planet that governs or rules that house is also a Badaka planet, and it's a planet of obstruction. So literally, at that point, he is something is trying to obstruct him. Something or someone, rather. Isn't that something? Yes, yeah, right? deep. So go figure, right? <laughs> go figure, right? Right. Indeed. So you know, this was just something we had to bring to the people, right? We had to give it to you, right? Because Dave is, right, one of our classic black comedians, right? He's a classic comedian, period, but uh, happened to be uh, with the complexion for the connection, right? So, you know, um, big ups to Dave, right? Big ups to him and his family. You know, definitely, uh, we're going to be looking for. You know, can continued, continue great things, right? Um, from Dave, because you know he is one of the greats that we have at our disposal at this day and time. So, uh, we had to bring it to you, folks. We appreciate you know you watching, and you know those that will tune in at a later date. Definitely, you know, let us know what you think. Let us know, you know, what you perceive and how you you know uh, filter this information into your spirit. And you know, if there's some things that you want to share with us. Drop us, drop us a line. Let us know in the comments. We we definitely appreciate you, know, you watching and tuning in. 
Indeed, indeed, indeed. And, uh, you know, as always, make sure you like and subscribe, you know, to this channel. Go subscribe to Brother Ra's channel, Calipurusha. You can get to it here or you can just type it in and search it and find it there or whatnot, you know. Um, and uh, <clears throat> make sure, you know, classes, all that stuff like that, you know, share it with your people and, you know, um, you know, um, support those those outlets as well or whatnot, you know. Because, you know, like I said, so we, we already know what's governing the podcast and everything like that. So we already know how 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 the cycles kind of roll and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you guys are getting it first. You can, you know, catch it and be like, you know, yeah, we've been, psh, I've been on that. You just finding that out, man. That, that, uh, <laughs> that episode's three years old, man. What you talking about, right? You know, so indeed, man, we definitely appreciate all y'all. You know? Whatnot. Indeed, indeed. But, you know, with that being said, this episode is brought to you by Push Forward Media Group, Calaprusha Astrology, and our good people over there on Patreon. Big up to everybody there and whatnot. And uh, this has been another great episode. Um, and, you know, um, we'll be back next week around the same time, same day with another good episode for you and whatnot. So you guys be safe out there and we're out. Peace.